welcome to a special bonus episode of the Miranda Law Firm podcast, Investing Beyond Borders. Miranda CSG Impact Plus team continues its quest of approaching interesting and inspiring leaders in different areas related to ESG and asking them to share their views on some hot topics. Today, we will be talking to Fabiola Bordino, lead of sustainability for Start Campus, the company responsible for the development of the Cinch 4.0 project, which aims to create one of the largest European data centers in Cinch. Prior to Start Campus, Fabiola started her career in the TMT sector, having then moved to the digital business transformation world. Fabiola has an economics degree and is passionate about ESG. Cinch 4.0 project has already hit all the headlines because of its innovative concept, developing sustainable, hyperscale, and 100% renewable powered data centers. We are very curious about Cinch 4.0 and the way it is seeking to successfully combine technology and sustainability, two key areas for the future of our planet. Our colleague Teresa Garcia André will be talking to our guests about these exciting topics, so stay with us if you want to find out more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Teresa, the floor is yours. Cinch 4.0 is a groundbreaking and rather ambitious project. Can you detail its key features and current implementation status? Yeah, so Dark Campus' mission is to design, build, and operate sustainable data centers, and its supporting ecosystem for large cloud providers in Europe brings sustainability standards and values to communities where we operate. We are currently developing Cinch 4.0 project. It's our first project. We're talking about a 3.5 billion investment to deliver a hyperscale data center of 495 megawatt in Cinch Portugal. It'll be one of the largest data center ecosystems to develop in Europe in a premium secure location as Portugal, which is the perfect uh, connectivity gateway to Europe and the world. It's going to be powered by 100% green, affordable energy. It also has uh, the cooling system is done by seawater cooling and wastewater as well from industry nearby. The project is a new breed of regional environmental sustainable, what we'd like to call them green giant data centers. And these data centers, these green giants will be at the of the future European data ecosystem. CNS 4.0 also will directly create up to 1,200 um, high-qualification professional jobs in Portugal. You also asked what's the current implementation status. So right now we start the Earth Movements, actually this week, right when I'm talking to you guys. Um, and the, the plan is the first building. So we are phased out. The first building is what we call the Nest. It's going to be 15 megawatt, and that's going to be ready for service Q1 next year. And after that, every every year we're going to have one uh, the next phase. That means two buildings of 60 megawatt. Cinch 4.0 aims at being carbon neutral. How will Start Campus achieve this goal? Yes, that's correct. Cines 4.0 aims to be carbon neutral. Um, actually, we, we do have two targets. So we aim to be carbon neutral in operations up to 2027 and then from 2027 onwards to be carbon neutral. And this is because the end of construction is 2027. It's very hard to be carbon neutral while you're constructing such a big ecosystem like we are. Um, so maybe let's, let me split this question in two of how would we achieve this goal. We have the construction phase and then the operational phase. On the construction phase, the design has been built on top of our main pillar, which is sustainability. So materials that we're looking at, there are recycled materials, reusable materials, the, the most greener materials we could find. Um, the entire design and, and the 
the construction um, as well. The, all the tenders have the sustainability piece very, very strong. So everyone knows that everything that we do, we have to have sustainability and carbon footprint on the back of our minds. And then, so for the second part of the question regarding operationals, the project will have a net zero carbon footprint while guaranteeing the global energy prices, security, stability, and data safety compliance. We'll use only environmentally sustainable energy to create efficient, highly efficient PUEs. And PUE means power usage effectiveness and water consumption ratios. How do we do this? Um, we only use renewable energy. That could be solar, uh, wind, hydro. Portugal has a, an, an immense uh, renewable energy and we're going to use that. In terms of water consumption ratios, um, instead of using potable water like any other regular data center, we're going to cool the data center with seawater cooling using the, the seawater that it's next to, to the facility and wastewater, meaning we're going to reuse wastewater from other industries nearby that actually dump the water. We're going to use that to cool our system. Given the recent events in Europe, boosting energy transition is inevitable. What are the main challenges that Portuguese companies are facing in transitioning to a new energy and business paradigm? That's actually a good question and a bit of a tricky one. I think that it actually started out as just a reputation. So people didn't really think of sustainability as, as a core for, for their businesses. So it all started from a tick in the box. Um, and when, when I talk about sustainability, it's obviously the, the, the core, the ESG, right? So it, it was a, a department that it was underneath a couple of departments. And nowadays we're actually seeing that companies look at ESG as, as a pillar and ESG is, is no longer under a hundred departments. It, it's under the CEO and, and that makes a huge difference. We can definitely tell that companies are not ticking boxes anymore. They want to make, they, they want to be part of the change. They are committed. And this obviously comes with the, the new group of people that come in and look at our planet and, and see that we need to actually, actually to do something to change, to, to leave Our, this planet to our kit a better place that um, we started off with um, definitely I think we are committed to to making a difference ESG is it all about reputation or do you feel that companies are really committed to making a difference Our ESG commitments are ever evolving. I think every week we have, we set a new commitment. We set a new goal for the company and for our project. But our main pillars are robust site selection, ensuring that each site has characteristics that can enable our sustainability options for a low cost operation. We proactively engage with local communities to understand how to best add value to the local area. We partner with world's renowned data centers, experts and companies Um, we hire talented people to embrace new ideas, challenge and live our values. This is very important. We work with forward-thinking clients that want to make this change happen. From an ESG perspective, what are Start Campus key commitments? 
Also, Star Campus is aligned with the UN SDGs, and we have uh, ESG considerations embedded throughout that project. And we intend contri to contribute in the following goals uh, quality of education, um, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, industry innovation and infrastructure, reduce inequality, sustainable cities and communities, responsible consumer and production, and obviously climate, climate action. Does START Campus have ESG tracking and measuring tools in place? Yes, we do, actually. Uh, we are building these as we speak. So we are at the very first stage of project. The, the first building is starting construction. Um, so we are looking at all the possible ways to track and measure um, the sustainability of the project during construction, uh, during operations, not only the project, but the communities as, as well. So we are building this. On, on top of all of this, uh, what we have, have already is a carbon model for the construction period, which will evolve eventually to the operational phase. And that's obviously built on top of the three premises of scope one, uh, direct emissions, scope two, and direct emissions, and scope three, which is the, the value chain. So uh, to answer your question, yes, we do. They are evolving. These uh, tracking and measuring tools are still evolving. They're still being built. Um, and hopefully in a couple of months, we'll have something a bit more solid. Thanks, Teresa. And thank you, Fabiola, for sharing your thoughts with us in this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We hope you enjoyed this content and found something to reflect about wherever you are. Throughout the year, we will be bringing you more news and content related to the work carried out by our ESG Impact Plus team. Stay tuned to this podcast, to our website and LinkedIn page to hear more from us on these important issues. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at W www.marandalawfirm.com This episode was presented by Teresa Garcia-André from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.